Welcome to the PT MindFlip Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Phil Van Pelt. In this podcast, I'll be talking with physical therapists working towards their dreams, sharing their stories, sharing your stories. We'll talk about how to expand your opportunities, your mindset, and abilities as a physical therapist, allowing you to flip the script on feeling stuck as a PT in today's world towards a more fulfilling and meaningful career in this ever-evolving and amazing profession. Let's jump into today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the PT Mind Flip Podcast. Welcome to the end of the beginning. I know it's kind of a, oh man, it's kind of a double-edged, dual-meaning title and uh, has very different connotations and correlations and all that stuff. This is a very different time than when you last heard from me on this podcast. Uh... Today, as of this recording, it is March 19th, Thursday, March 19th, and I've gone through a lot since you last heard from me. Craft Physio has gone through a lot. Uh, The world has gone through a lot, and we're about to go through more. Um, I'm going to try and make it quick, but I'm going to share with you, one, first what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking, and you kind of do a quick timeline, fast forward up to this point, and then what... To ex- I can't say what to expect going forward, but um, hopefully just, just sharing with you. I, I'm feeling, I'm scared, and I'm anxious, I'm stressed, I'm worried for myself, for my family, friends, uh, people who I know who have medical issues and underlying conditions and who are elderly, uh, who may not be as fortunate in terms of good health that, you know, like how I am, I, I feel I am. Um, and you know, for the world of, you know, other humans and fellow people, right? Like I, you know, there's no hiding in if you're listening to it today or tomorrow or anytime in the future, the first beginning months of 2020 are very different than anything that has ever happened that I think we can even fathom or comprehend or have seen in our lifetimes and even our grandparents have seen in their lifetimes. Um, This is going to go down in the history books. This is going to be something that we tell future generations about. This is something that gets compared to in the future when things go awry and this is gonna this is gonna alter the course of human history um and it's hard because there's a lot of unknowns which i think leads to fear and a lot of things we don't know uh a lot of things we don't have a lot of questions we don't have answers to and a lot of misguidance and misguided information um so I urge you to be safe, look out for one another, be kind and compassionate. Let someone know you're thinking of them. Reach out and in a socially distant or physically distant manner, try and connect with people. 
reconnect with people and do what you can to put your positive into the world because uh, it's important today and now more uh, than almost ever. We need each other. And together we will carry on and get through. Since you last heard from me earlier in January, um, Craft Physio became profitable, which was pretty fantastic. Uh, I was making some money and I was able to cover my expenses. Month to month, like I've, I think I've shared with you in the past, my expenses are, you know, to keep Craft Physio running, uh, it's like less than $50 a month, which is crazy when you think about, you know, the general, just that recurring expense. That doesn't include depreciation. I need to buy a new table in the future or, you know, June when I have to re up on my liability insurance. But uh, shortly after, I also kind of stagnated. You know, I was making some money, but I wasn't really moving forward and able to save money and put money aside. And I kind of looked at my finances and, and budget and saw, you know, I was, I was plateaued and I was starting to see my, uh, relationship plateau with the local gym that I had no fault to anybody or it just, you know, I wasn't getting the, I'll say the stream of referrals from it that I hoped I would by developing that relationship. So, um, I had to make a really tough decision to, decide and apply for a job. Um, and I got a job at a outpatient clinic in Washington, DC relatively quickly, uh, fortunately, as is the nature of physical therapy very often. And I was able to start working in early mid February. And I've been working for about a month at a clinic that sees a lot of auto accidents, workers comp and personal injury. Um, and yesterday may have been my last day there. I have been following the coronavirus uh, information, data, headlines, stories, as, you know, relatively closely as because one, I had the time, you know, working at this new clinic. It was a new clinic that we were, they were opening up, and I was kind of their head PT, um, the only PT, and kind of helped running the show over there, doing a bunch of different stuff. And uh, when I didn't have patients, because you know, I only had gosh, um, 20, 25 visits in a week. Uh, you know, I was kind of following what was going on in the world and I was able to read between the lines and see what the trends are, compare, you know, our data and information, uh, and compare it to Italy or South Korea or China and see what's going on. Um, and I recognized that, you know, we needed to take more drastic measures to keep people safe and, you know, adding gloves and having hand sanitizer available and recommending and requiring people to wash their hands when they come in the door, um, cleaning stuff in between patients, you know, it's not good enough. Right now, I think we need to, we need a shelter in place. We need to stay in place. We need a, a mandated cooperative shutdown to one, get ahead on testing to figure out what percentage and what part of the population is affected and uh, three, reduce our risk further so we can get ahead of it to buy time and, and you know, hashtag flatten the curve. Um, and the company I was working for was not of the same, <laughs> they call it interpretation of Department of Health recommendations, of CDC recommendations um, and whatnot. So I told them that I was making the decision that I was taking indefinite unpaid time off. Um, don't know if that means I technically quit, <laughs> you know, I'm quote unquote, welcome to come back whenever, uh, quote unquote, I'm ready. Um, 
they are opening up the position to try and hire somebody temporarily and then possibly to replace me full time. Um, my hope was that I would be able to, I would be able to kind of start a domino effect to get them to close and get them to close that location and maybe think about, Hey, like this is really serious. Um, we need to protect our, our employees, our staff, our patients, our clientele, the people, our communities. And, um, they effectively told me that they were, uh, going to stay open unless mandated to close, um, which I think is too late, too slow, and quite frankly, really irresponsible. So, um, I am now effectively, you know, staying in place at my apartment with my amazing girlfriend, Kristana, who is working from home. Um, fortunately able to telework and work from home within her company for now. And, uh, going to have to figure it out, you know, going forward. Um, so I, if you work in an outpatient physical therapy clinic, I urge you to show your supervisors and bosses and owners the trends and the data and compare it to Italy and compare it to China and compare it to all these places that are not doing well. Um, and hopefully they will understand and start to see that it's imperative that they shut down for the health of themselves, families, um, patients, and everybody involved. Cause you know, a lot of these guys are thinking, Oh, I can stay open. You know, younger clinicians think that they have this invincibility, even if it's subconscious and that's not, not true. We're finding out more and more that this virus is, um, we, young people are not impervious to this virus and we actually are more affected than they thought. And we actually can have a higher viral load, even though we're asymptomatic and not showing any signs or symptoms of being sick, meaning we can spread it further and faster than an older adult. And given how connected and uh, social we are, it's only going to happen faster. So um, please, one, if you can, tell your employers, tell the clinics that they need to really take this very seriously. And if you are in a situation that you can walk away, I strongly recommend, I ask you, I plead with you to try and do that. This is not something that's going to last very long before it gets shut down anyway. Um, and every day that we can get ahead of this one day further is going to save countless lives and prevent more issues and a, you know, more of a peak and overwhelm of the healthcare system. It's already happening in California. It's already happening out in Washington. It's going to happen in New York. It's coming. Um, so even if it's just for yourself, you know, if we, if 20% uh, of physical therapists end up going home, eventually they're got, not going to be able to cover and shift around and they're going to have to see the writing on the wall. They're going to have to close and patients will take note of this also and stop coming educate your patients, let them know how serious this is. Let them know that this is some of our patients that come in. So many of them are of this high risk population that if they get this virus, you, I, I'm going to bounce back from it. Hell, I may have it. I don't even know. I don't have any symptoms other than a tickle in my throat and a pit in my stomach from being so stressed and maybe a headache. But, you know, older adults and people with conditions that are putting them at an increased risk, they may not bounce back from this. So we need to be very diligent and vigilant about this. Um, and I, I just keep coming back to something I've been thinking about, you know, we're looking to leadership in our world and in our society and corporations and companies and organizations. And I don't think that they're really living up to what we need them to do. And so, you know, if 
the leadership of the world is not not doing it. We need to become the leaders that the world needs. It's it's time that we make sacrifices, that we make hard decisions that are really uncomfortable. I was really uncomfortable when I left yesterday. I was really uncomfortable when I talked to my supervisor on the phone and said, hey, I'm not doing this. Um, it's really hard, but it, I, I really think we're going to look back and go, this was the right thing to do. This was, this was the necessary thing. And I, I feel very strongly that I'm not going to regret walking away when I did. And hell, I'll probably kick myself for not walking away sooner once we find out how many people are actually infected, how many people have the virus and how much it spread and how much we could have saved and decreased if we had done it sooner. So um, I am shifting everything right into being telehealth online stuff. I'm, I'm in the process of figuring out, setting up my scheduling um, capabilities. It, it's coming. It's forcing the hand of CMS. It's forcing the hand of insurance companies to cover and, and reimburse for telehealth. So keep a lookout for that. Um, follow you know the people who are and look for the headlines of uh, you know the CDC and CMS to and uh, to to look and find you know when they kind of give us the green light and you know you don't necessarily have to provide care but you can be a resource you can educate you can help talk with people right so much of what we do as physical therapists is education and I think that is one of the best things that you can provide right now we need to be on the front lines in the way of not treating people with coronavirus but helping to mitigate people going to the ER because of profound and significant back pain because of knee pain because they think they need to go to the ER for an x-ray or for an MRI and help decrease that risk to them and of them spreading to other people if they already have it you can help calm those fears education and information and knowledge is powerful in this regard I you are very capable of this you have this knowledge and information you can help kind of screen for hey okay what are you feeling what's going on um you know People are stressed, right? We know how that can affect pain sensitivity and people aren't sleeping as well and they're probably not eating as well and how this affects pain. There's a lot that you can do to help other people work towards being a little more calm and a little more clear and knowledgeable and aware of what what they're feeling and what's going on with their body um, and how to safely contact their physician right they should call call their doctor's office don't just show up they need to call and say hey I'm, I'm concerned here's what i've got if they are exhibiting symptoms of coronavirus which we know can be so many things right now it's like every potential common symptom of coronavirus or you know of viruses is a part of coronavirus fever cough shortness of breath body aches chills fatigue um, now they're saying gi symptoms like diarrhea and uh, you know, it's, it's across the board. So it's not any one thing, right? It's not just a cough. It, there's so much to it. So, um, time now's the time to get creative. Now's the time to lean into each other and support each other. So, uh, look to see how you can serve, not, you know, Oh, you know, don't, don't look at it as a sign of defeat that you can't go into work or go into school. How can you provide and be a leader in this world? Cause we need you more now need you more now than ever. Everybody does. Part of what I'm going to be doing is now that I have a lot more time in my day is, uh, since I'm not working, you know, 10 or 12 hour 
shifts a day to try and be open in the clinic, um, I'm going to start ramping up talking with other physical therapists and to share their stories. And part of it will include how coronavirus is affecting them, the decisions that they've made for their clinic, for their employees, for, you know, their patients, for themselves as providers, as physical therapists. Um, I don't want it to be strictly just on that, but there will be a component that, you know, coronavirus plays in. Um, so the end of the beginning is, you know, I've had kind of, I'll call it season one of, of the PT Mind Flip podcast. And now I'm moving on to, you know, what I'm going to call season two. And I'm hoping to really give you a lot of great interviews and conversations with people to share stories, right? We are humans connect well with stories and we relate well to stories and we empathize and we sympathize and we just, there's something about stories and the human psychology that it resonates well in our brain and it, it, it's powerful. And I'm hoping to be able to provide that to you so that we can share and meet and see and hear about some of the leaders and some of the everyday people, you know, just like yourself, you know, what they're going through, what they're dealing with, people who have had to lay off, you know, staff employees and physical therapists and people who whose businesses have totally tanked because of this because now patients aren't coming in the door or people who have to continue going to work, you know, quote unquote, have to because their corporations, their companies are not closing because they know they can churn out another cog in the system and another cog, you know, the wheel in the machine, the establishment of, you know, mill PT um, factories and clinics. And I'm hoping to bring you stories, something you can relate to. Um, I'm hoping to, to share and to reach out and, and provide, you know, hopefully uh, some comfort for you and for me. And um, I have no idea what's coming. It's hard to predict, right? And you think back to three months ago. <laughs> Where were you on New Year's Eve? What did you think about what was going to come for this year? I set down so many goals um, for, the, for the calendar year of what I was looking forward to doing. Not that that has to get put on the back burner, but now, like I talked about in a previous episode, the biggest lesson I learned from playing high school football, it's time to adjust. and It's, it's time to do the best that we can with what we've got. And that's, that's part of life. It's just this one, this scenario is a little bit more significant, a little more severe, a little more unprecedented. So, um, stay safe, stay healthy, stay home. Welcome to season two of the PT Mind Flip podcast, and I'll catch you on the flip side.